Man, that's a good sound. You know it's a big good time when you hear that sound. That's right. Drinking some brewskis on the on the lake. <laughs> Listening to some country music. No, not really. Um, so back in 2017, I was out to dinner with a couple of buddies of mine, um, and we were just talking about. I mean, it's just anytime you get with old friends, right? You talk about life, especially if you haven't caught up in a while. Mm-hmm. These are these are friends from college and hadn't seen each other in a while, and just catching up on all things. And and one of my buddies pulls out his phone. Y'all, y'all got to check out this video. And he shows this video. It's called Good by Jocko Willink. And I'm like, I don't know who this Jocko Willink guy is, but, yeah, let's, let's check it out. And so he plays me the video. And, and we've actually played it on the podcast. I think last year we played it. And During the pandemic. This, yeah. The, the, essentially, the, the take-home message is finding the good, finding the silver lining in, in all situations. And it was a really good video, really intense, really, you know, inspirational, whatever. And so, uh, but I'd never heard of this guy, Jocko Willink. I don't I didn't know who that was. And, you know, Come to find out, doing some more research, uh, former Navy SEAL, Navy SEAL commander, spent, you know, 20 plus years in the Navy. And, you know, one thing led to another. I think in 2018, I picked up his book, Extreme Ownership, which we've gone over on the podcast as well. So clearly, this guy's made, a, made an impact on us. Um, but at the time I read the book, it was, it was a time where I was in a management position, actually, in my career, in my old fitness career. And so it was very impactful. Hit me in a time of life, you know, that, that I just needed it. And so unknowingly, Jocko has become, for the last seven years, five years, however long, um, a mentor of mine, just like thousands of people. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he doesn't know it, never met him, you know, doesn't know me, doesn't know who I am. But just his encouragement, his message just really has really resonated with me last few years. So then I get into this podcast and, you know, it's, it's more of the same, you know, leadership lessons, life lessons, things like that. And he starts talking about this supplement company, this, um, nutrition company he, he started. And so I gave it a try. I think the first product they had were these actually what Tyler and I were drinking, what you heard a second ago, these discipline goes, I think they just go by go, but it's basically a cognitive enhancement drink, you know, Energy drinks are billed as, you know, crazy high calories, crazy high caffeine, lots of sugar. These are more about focus, low calorie, you know, good, clean energy, which is what appeals to me. Um, so anyway, so started trying these, loved them, been hooked on these the last couple of years. Then fast forward, I get the, the vitamin D diagnosis that you guys used to make fun of me about. And so I just go to Google. I didn't know. I mean, because my doctor said, hey, you need to be on some vitamin D supplements. So I go to Google, type it in. And sure enough, first thing that pops up is Jocko Fuel Vitamin D. And I was like, well, I've heard of Jocko. I've tried his energy drinks. Let's give it a go. So started getting on the vitamin D, turned my levels around, increased everything like that. Uh, so it literally has made a positive impact so on my health. Single-handedly, so single-handedly, Jocko <laughs> saved your kid's father. That's and right. He single-handedly yeah. allowed your boys to not go fatherless. Yeah. That's right. Because you're you're on the road to destruction. <laughs> I was on the road. To, I, me and seventy percent of Americans <laughs> vitamin D deficient. So anyway, I say all that to say, Jocko again unknowingly has been a huge part of my life the last five years, and it's really really cool, really really proud moment to announce that we have partnered with Jocko Fuel. Um, it's surreal to say that it's, yeah. it's crazy to say that, that what started with, you know, a video, a seven minute video mm-hmm. and, uh, and years of just inspiration and, and encouragement via his 
different platforms is now a partnership of ours. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and as you guys know, we, we keep our partnerships small and that's by design. Mm-hmm. We want to make sure we're partnering with people that are of similar mind, mm-hmm. of similar mission, products we actually use, not just yeah. stuff we're peddling here just for a paycheck, but stuff that we actually use, stuff we actually believe in. And that's this company, which is Geico Fuel. Yep. Um, tons of great, obviously, products and supplements. Uh, but even more than that, man, their mission is yeah. what I'm, I'm all about, which is, number one, creating American jobs. Every single bit of their supply chain is 100% made in America. And I'm not some crazy, you know, right-wing nut that, you know, <laughs> American flag, whatever, waving. But I do see the value. You know, we, we kind of lost our way 30, 40 years ago. Yeah. Corporations shipping everything overseas for the lowest costs, maximize profits. And I get that, right? You want to maximize profits. And there is a certain element of kind of a global economy that, yeah. that's good. But if the last two or three years have taught us anything, it's that reliance on outside sources takes a lot of control out of your hands. Yeah, it can be dangerous. can be dangerous. And so I love companies like Jocko Fuel that are bringing it back home, saying how do we not only, you know, help people get better, but how do we pour in our communities? How do we build back up what we've lost? Yeah. How do we build our skills back up? Because it's not just supplements. It's they've got a boot and jean line. They've got a hunting line. Yeah. Company um, Origin, right? Co- origin that, that yeah. does, yeah, hunting gear, does jeans, boots, shirts, like an apparel. So, like that's th- those are two companies that were m- kind of merged for a long mm-hmm. time. Like Origin was kind of the parent company that, and then they've rolled the supplement line. And we say it's supplements. Like I don't want to, I don't want to group this into your don't vi- cheapen your it. Vi- yeah, that's, yeah, a, that's vi- almost cheaping it. Yeah, you, you know, your vitamin shop. Um, Type of, well, type they, of they are in vitamin shop, but I know what you're saying. saying. Yeah, yeah you know what I'm saying. Yeah. But it, now, now they are, but but again, it's um, their focus again is on good, clean products that mm-hmm. actually provide benefits. Right. Um, you know, leaving out the fillers, leaving out the high sugars, just to have you know great flavors. I mean, they're they're really diligent about it. But again, like you said, bringing everything domestic and mm-hmm. everything that they're doing, whether it be down to stitching um, on their on their apparel line, whether it's making supplements, packaging, shipping, everything is done here in the US. And like you said, like I think back, you know, when was arguably like the the most prosperous time in the US? And I mean you could say right now, over the last, you know, since two thousand eight, it's been awesome. But like post World War Two, mm-hmm. right? World War Two uh made us recognize, hey, like we need to be able to manufacture here in the US. We need to be able to create our own products and we did and we thrived because of that. Well we've gotten away from that from shipping yep. services offshore and 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 letting um, you know China, Taiwan, all these all these other cheaper labor, you know, and again, and then this can talk about a million reasons why it's bad. I mean there are good reasons. And sure. like you said, I do understand it, but Hey, American jobs, like let's, let's, let's provide opportunities for people here, mm-hmm. uh, to one, learn a business, learn a trade and be a part of something growing here domestically. And I, I love that. Um, for me, just being, a, being associated, uh, with, with Jocko and his team and man, I am a huge, huge fan of people that are just accountable. Yes. 
Like obviously you read it in his book, but but someone someone like Jocko and JP Deneau who we've had on this and you know, hey look, I'm gonna say it like it is. Like I've screwed up, I've done this, I've done that, and I had to answer for those. But you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna try my damnedest to make it right and to do it right. I'm not always gonna be perfect. And I love that about them. Is mm-hmm. they're gonna tell that part of the story. They're gonna say, Hey, I've screwed up. Man, I I made a critical I made a critical error in a mission that costs lives, and that's on me, and I have to live with that. Like, nobody here is perfect, but what I love is, man, just the dedication to getting it right and doing it the right way, and as much as possible, being above reproach. And the, and that's what I just love about being associated with them, and like you said, mentor, um, motivator. I mean, he sets the example. I mean, if you follow him, I mean, you got a picture of his watch every morning, consistency consistency mm-hmm. he's just that's that's what i want those are the the lessons and skills that i want to impart on my children and so when i when i talk about um being accountable nothing drives me crazier than someone that makes excuses and yep. you'll never hear that from jocko or this brand yeah that's right so again so excited to be partnered with them, uh, that they saw something in us, they wanted to, to join forces. We're on the same mission again. That's improving people's lives, being that encouragement, being that inspiration for people. That So many people are that for me, and I hope oh. that that's what we are, and, and I know that's what Jocko Fuel is yeah. for so many. So, so uh, let's tell a real story on how we, how we actually, like, we've reached out multiple times, and then Ben DMs him doing banded butt clenches one day. <laughs> And surprisingly, they responded. They were like, those glutes are worthy of our products. Like That I've, peach is, <laughs> that is peach. luscious. So thank you, Ben, for sending those. I knew posting my booty pics would eventually pay off. <laughs> finally. After after 1,300 DMs, yeah, yeah, finally hey, won. Hey, consistency, <laughs> consistency, right? Discipline. Right. <laughs> no, but in all seriousness, if you yeah. want to support Jocko Fuel, uh, JockoFuel.com is, is a great place, but also for us Texans, very excited to announce that they have partnered with HEB. And so you can find all these great Go Discipline drinks in HEB. You can find their protein powder. You can find anything in any one of their products in HEB here in Dallas, Fort Worth. Specifically, we've got a couple opening up soon. All right. So that's we're excited I, I got, about. I'm going to step in here and, and I'm going to go on a little bit of tangent. Oh, so here we go. Us like North Dallasonians, right? Everybody North, if you're here listening, and, and you're north of George Bush, right? And if, if you live here, you know what I'm talking about. Um, so my very first experience in Texas was living in Houston. And, and we lived in Pearland, which is south which of Which is Houston. the worst city in America? Go ahead. False. You're not from Fresno. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Fresno, I love you. You guys are amazing. I'm so proud. Um, but we had an HEB, and I didn't, I didn't know what HEB was. Had no clue. Uh, and so we had one a mile from our house. And I remember we went and we bought orange juice and I was hooked immediately. Was it is it, the greatest was, was grocery it fresh store. Fresh hand squeeze. It was like fresh. It was like it was like the orange juice you buy, H E B brand. And I'm like, they literally like squeezed Florida into this <laughs> into this jug. It's and so anyways, that's what got me like to fall in love with it. It's like, okay, hey, you see a hot girl, but then you fall in love with her because of her personality. Yeah. For sure, right? Yeah. It's always the case. It's always the case. Yeah. And so, but literally then you go in and it's the greatest grocery store. And yeah, up here, Frisco is just about to open. Actually, 
by the time this airs, it'll probably be next week. I think it's the 21st is what is yep. slated yep. to open of September. Right. And I'm telling you guys, this is a game changer. And they're starting to pop up all over. Finally, they've owned land up in this area for a long time. Finally, they're popping up. It is a game changer. Yep. And the fact that they wanted to partner with Jocko just makes me an even bigger fan. That's right. That's right. So get yourself to an HEB. Get yourself to a vitamin shop. They have this as well. Uh, I think if you're on the East Coast, they have them in, I've never heard of this place called Wawa. But if you listen to us on the East Coast, they're out there. Oregon, JockoFuel.com. Yep. And go support uh, an amazing company. So anyway, very excited about that. Um, and and um, glad for, or happy for things to yeah, come. Yeah, and man, we're, we're super appreciative of, of the willingness to partner. Um, and, and kind of recognizing the alignment of missions. That's right. That's right. So, uh, on to today's topic. Um, and it kind of fits with what we just talked about food and food is an interesting discussion, nutrition. Um, it, for whatever reason is still confusing. It's complicated yet simple. Um, there's a lot of there's a, there's a pretty large dichotomy with well with let's, food. Be, let's let's be fair if our topic today is food that's like saying all right what's the topic today business <laughs> <laughs> what's the topic today sports yeah that's right that's right so yes so, there's a lot yeah, of complexities yeah, yeah, within lot, that <laughs> it, it's 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 a maddening subject it creates yeah, 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 yeah. division it creates arguments it creates so much and mm-hmm. and the thought I had and the reason this came up actually last night. Um, I was at a local grabbing food at a local restaurant, um, where I live. McDonald's. Yeah. No (laughs) local Japanese restaurant. And right next to this is a, um, a wing place and a burger place. I won't, I won't disparage anybody by saying the names, but a wing place and a burger place. And I'm walking out and I'm seeing people walk into the wing place and the burger place. And the thought that strikes me is, okay, these people know that going and eating that food is not really providing a whole lot of nutritional value, but they do it anyway, whether it's taste, whether it's convenience, whether it, whatever the reason they're going there and they're making that choice to consume that type of food. Yep. So the thought that I have when I see this, and this has always been a thought of mine is what our relationship with food looks like and why it's so complex is because there's so many variables. Yeah. Where did you grow up? That's one thing, right? What, what culture do you come from? Food is a huge part of a lot of cultures. How much in, money did you have as a kid growing up and your family have, right? That limits your food um, choices, right? Maybe you got to buy cheap. Exposure. Right. Maybe you got to buy cheap, you know, stuff that lasts a long time uh, because that's all you can afford. Some people are foodies and they go and they love exploring different restaurants and they really get a lot of dopamine, a lot of happiness from their food. Other people, like a lot of college kids and how I very much was in college, it's very transactional, right? Yeah. I'm going to eat this because it's going to do this for me, and then I'm going to forget about it. I'm going to forget about it an hour. In fact, I have a, a friend, his famous, his famous line to me was always, ah, it'll make a turd. <laughs> so he could care less about the food. He was like, yeah. ah, it'll fill me up. It's good. Yeah. That's all I really care about. Mm. So that's what I want to dive in. That's why food, that's why nutrition is so complex. And that's yeah. why diets are so difficult is number one, we all have different background and different experiences with food. And number two, we've evolved to start seeing food as good and bad. Mm-hmm. This food is bad. This food is good. So that's why I can only eat this stuff if I'm on a diet. Mm-hmm. And so I just wanted to talk about that today about why 
you know, basically the psychology of food, if you will. Yeah. And why it's so complicated. I, I, you brought up a good point. Your, your upbringing and your history, it has a lot to do with it. Um, like in my case, my, my dad's side is all from the South. So a lot of like Southern style foods, mm. a lot of biscuits and gravy, fried foods, um, and then my mom's side, big, like, bakers. Like, that was, like, kind of the, the desserts and baking was a big deal. But where, you know, my mom cooked all the time. A lot of times it was, like, fresh stuff. We, mm -hmm. we didn't have enough money to go out, and we had mm -hmm. five kids. So it was, like, okay, going out to dinner, and now I recognize this, gets expensive. And, and now I understand why we didn't go out so much. Um, but for me... The complexity with food started when I was in third grade and I had to start cutting weight. Like yeah. Food was evil because yeah. food is what was standing in the way of me doing what I love, mm -hmm. playing football and wrestling, mm -hmm. like those two things. And so what it was, though, is it was kind of like a um, it, it, it really was kind of. Uh, like this, like naughty reward kind of deal yeah. and, and that, there's a better word for it but no, I know you know what i'm saying it's like this like it was forbidden oof, that, yeah. the forbidden, forbidden fruit yeah. right? it was that kind of deal and so so i didn't have any education on it right back in the day it was like oh the box says it has four grams of fat i can't eat that it has zero grams of fat like now knowing that was like completely backwards wasn't looking at the right things but i mean my parents had no coaching I had no coaching and really at that time in like the nineties, like there wasn't a ton of education around nutrition um, unless you were kind of in that like bodybuilding type of type of deal. And so for me, it was very much don't eat. And then when you make weight, then you're rewarded with mm -hmm. food. Yeah. And it was like almost like a dog relationship, right? You get rewarded. If you do something good, then you can have this treat. Right. I'll give you this treat. Right. And like literally that carries on. And I have this mentality a lot of times like, man, if I crush myself today, you know what? Yeah. I earned a bowl of ice cream mm -hmm. and I can have that. It's good. And so it's like this like reward system where it's there's times in my life where I'm super disciplined and I can look at it and be like, all right, like here's the, you know, here's the calories, here are my macros, like here's what that is worth, here's what that worth, here's where I'm at today, like, all right, boom, I eat what I need to eat just because I need the vitamins, I need the calories, I need the proteins, I need the carbohydrates, so forth, right, how it's broken down. But I, all, I constantly have to battle that, like, have I earned it? Yeah. You know, and there's, and that's, there's that complexity with me that I've talked about quite a bit is this, like, performance-based mm -hmm. Uh, value where like I've got to perform in order to get something in return. And so yeah. food is that for me very much. And then on the other side of it, it's then, and then when you go off the wagon and you have a really hard day, stress now, mm -hmm. forget it, man. Yeah. I'm just going to have, I'm going to have bull, I'm going to have bull ice cream or mm -hmm. I'm going to do pizza tonight or I don't want to deal with it. Yeah. Like, so food to me, I, I, I still haven't mastered that. Like I still haven't been able to, like, I know, for you, like you could have literally like beans, lean hamburger, and rice every day. Yep. And and I see you bring that. Mm -hmm. For me, like I'll get in cycles where I'm really good. Like when I was doing 74 part, it was like, okay, I'm prepping, I'm doing my vegetable, I'm doing my my carb, and I'm doing my protein. Like yeah. and I and I can do that because 
like your buddy who said, uh, hey, it'll be a turd. You know, or it'll turn <laughs> it'll into make a, a turd. turd. <laughs> it'll make a turd. Like, I very much, like, taste doesn't, I can choke whatever down I need to. Like, nasty protein shakes. Like, I used to do, I used to mix, like, all of, like, my shakes all together. Like, fruits and chocolates and, like, it didn't have to be, I don't really care. Mm-hmm. As long as I'm getting the nutrition out of it, no problem. But I still like regress back to that like reward system. The food is very much. And the other thing too was because I'd never, ever gone to nice meals as a kid because we just really couldn't afford them is like then when like I got into professional football and we actually had nice access to nice meals, I would freaking overeat so bad because it was like, I don't know if I'm ever going to get this again (laughs) because like, and so I, whenever I go to nice restaurants, I would always overeat because I had this like in the back of my mind, like I'm never going to get this. This is going to be taken away from me. Yeah. And that's, I, there's a hundred ways we can go because you said four or five different relationships you had with food over the years. And that's why it's so complex. You said for the longest time it was a reward system. And I think that's how a lot of people see food is they're on a diet they're restricting their calories. They're restricting the type of foods that they eat. And they know that there's an end date on this yeah. diet. Yep. And as soon as I'm off this diet, now I'm going to go and consume what I want. Yep. And it's a very transactional. It's a very reward-based yep. food. Another thing you said was taste is irrelevant in some ways yeah. at, at some points. I'll eat whatever. I, I remember I worked with a guy uh, when I was moving furniture, trying to you know continue playing football. And he was this freaking... God, dude, God-like figure, six yeah. foot three, 230 pounds, just chiseled. Like he was the guy that you like, that's what I want to look like. Seeing kind of a common trend from your boss, by the way, <laughs> who he hired. Well, that's another story, it's a whole other but story. that's the only people he hired uh, to be, to be, to be candid. Uniforms or <laughs> jean shorts and tank tops. <laughs> Shirtless optional, please. But, but take that option as much as possible. So anyway, but he would literally take, I, I remember this like it was yesterday. He would take a blender. Uh-huh. He would take two of those massive cans of tuna fish. Oh, yeah. Put them in the blender, put water in there, blend it up, and chug it in less than six seconds. Yeah. So two cans of tuna, water, and he's chugging that thing. But so for him, in that instance, food, he literally only saw food as this is a great source of protein. Yep. It, I don't care what it tastes like. I don't care you know, I don't care about magnesium poisoning. Yeah. I don't Literally care. all I care about is there's 50 grams of protein in this yeah. thing. That's all I care about. That was me in college though. Yeah. Because it, it, oh, yeah, we've it, all been it really was like, okay, my only goal is to get enough protein so that I can continue to get stronger. Like yeah. I was really, really disciplined in college with that stuff. Yeah. And it, that's what I was. I was, I was either per meal, two cans of tuna or the big can of chicken with mustard. And that was it. And that's yeah. all I'd eat. Yeah. And then another thing you said was, the way you grew up, same thing here. I was born in Brazil, lived there the first five years of my life. Brazilians are, it's a poor culture. And what's the cheapest food you can find? It's rice and it's black beans. Yep. Very, very cheap and they fill you up, yep. right? Doesn't, it doesn't leave you being hungry and it's very cheap to, to make and to eat. And so I grew up my entire life, still to this day, like you mentioned, yeah. I still eat black rice and beans. Yeah. That's still a staple, not necessarily anymore. Sorry, black beans and rice. Not necessarily anymore because of the cost, yeah. but it's more of that just, that's just normal to me. Yeah. It feels like home. It's, it's what I know. I've gotten good results from it. So it's what I continue to do. Yeah. And so that's why food is so complicated because it's tied to so many different, whatever scenario, whatever evolution of life you're in, food plays a big part in that. And so I think what I want people to know or listen to this is, 
to get the mentality out of your head of there's good foods and there's bad foods. It's more about what does your current life circumstance look like? What are your goals at that time? What are you able to afford? That's going to determine your nutrition. Now, hopefully it's something where you make it a conscious effort that I'm going to, the majority of the time I'm going to get nutritionally dense foods in. That's how I've started. So, to, t- so talk about that. Describe that because I think that that's something that is very, is overlooked and uh, misunderstood mm-hmm. what nutritionally dense foods, like the difference between a donut yeah. and uh, you know, yeah. a piece of chicken. Yeah. Great. Yeah. So nutritionally dense in the terms of if you have a donut and you have a piece of chicken, let's just say in this, this realm of this world, they're both 300 calories. Your donut, yeah, maybe it's 300 calories, but it's going to have a lot of sugar. It's going to have really high fat. There's not going to be a lot of protein, no protein pretty much in it. And it's going to be very carb dense, right? So in certain scenarios, maybe post-workout, maybe after a marathon, that's a great source of fuel. It's something quick. It's going to digest very fast. Mm -hmm. But in in a typical setting, there's not a lot of nutrients. There's not a lot of micronutrients in that donut. It is what it is. Mm Whereas the piece of chicken, it's going to provide you a lot of protein. It's going to provide you low calories. It's going to provide you low fat. That's going to be a nice building block. It's going to keep you fuller longer, right? You're not going to be, you know, wanting another donut in 30 minutes or another piece of chicken because it's going to fill you up. It's very satiating. Mm -hmm. It's very filling. So, yes, maybe they're both equal in calories, but one's going to give you more nutrition than the other. That's the difference. It doesn't mean a donut is bad because, again, in some scenarios, a donut's just fine. Mm -hmm. But it just means all other things being equal – the piece of chicken is going to be a, a more intelligent choice, more than likely. Right. So, so think about this. If you were to just eat one of those two products, right, a donut or chicken for the day. And, and what I think is important to ultimately recognize is, like, what are calories? Calories translate to energy. Like, that's what it is. An excess of calories at the end of the day, based off of what your body has not burned, either through exercise or just just your, your everyday actions, right? Whatever in excess, then your body then will store, right? Mm-hmm. Then that turns into long-term storage. That's what translates to fat. Yep. And so what, what nutritionally, dense, nutritionally dense food mean is that, hey, I'm getting the same amount of calories. What can I eat, eat more of and get all the other macronutrients that you mentioned, whether it's carbohydrates, proteins, vitamins, whatever that is within that, and feel full mm-hmm. versus, okay, if I, have, if I have a, your example, I can eat 10 donuts during the day, how am I going to feel at the end of the night mm-hmm. having 3,000 calories, which is obviously is a, is a high calorie day right. for the most part. Because like for me, when I work out, I'm, I'm burning anywhere between like 26 and 2,900 calories, like a really hard, hard day, then I'll burn more than 3,000 calories. Right. Um, but, okay, what is get, at the end of the day, what is going to provide more nutrients and satisfy, you know, my right. digestive system? And right. Like I'm full, right? The chicken. Right. So, yes, you could, if you're just looking for calories, if you're just basing, hey, I need to lose weight, technically, and again, this is not recommended, technically, hey, I'm going to have, I'm going to have a thousand calories today. That's all I'm going to eat. All right. You can have three and a half donuts or you can have three and a half chicken breasts. You're probably going to feel better on these chicken breasts at the end of the day than you would on. And again, numbers aren't, aren't right, but essentially 
the more satisfying and macro nutrition dense these foods are, right, is is more is a nutritionally dense food. Right. Yeah, and I think a lot of people know that. I think the complication comes. You'd again. be surprised. Well, you're in the world like you. It's like nothing. Like I'm telling you, if you talk, I mean, if you talk. I would say eight out of 10 people on the street and you said, Hey, describe what a nutritionally dense food is. Eight out of 10 couldn't tell you. I agree. They they wouldn't be able to do that. But I think intuitively we all know what's quote unquote healthier, a a piece of chicken breast or a donut. I think intuitively we know that for sure. Right. French fries or, you know, a nice lean steak. Let's do like, like, okay. Rice or a donut, right? Okay. Both are carbs, Mm -hmm. right? Neither have a high amount of protein or if any, right? Mm -hmm. So what does a scoop of rice do for you versus, right? right? It's good carbohydrates, simple carbohydrates. Yes, it's simple carbohydrates, but which one is going to actually satisfy you yep, a little bit the rice, more, right? Right. It's going to have a lower fat content. Exactly. You know, no cholesterol. Sugar, which stuff, is right? going to trigger yep. multiple other, you know, insulin responses. Right. There's a whole bunch that, that goes yep. into that. And that's like the complicated, it, it gets really complicated. Yeah. And, and that's, that's out of our scope, to be clear, right? That, yeah. That's for people like Lane Norton yeah. and, and guys like that that are really, really educated on, on nutrition, what it actually does yeah. from a cellular level. But from a high level, again, the, the biggest challenge I had when I was in the fitness profession was people telling me, oh, I can't eat that. Yeah, what can or, I oh, eat? Oh, that's a bad what food. What can I eat they, or what they would, can't I yeah, eat? They would always want me to give them yeah. exactly what – and I get that, right? We, yeah. we, want, we want a plan. We want structure. We want lay it out ABC – the problem is there's just so many factors that go into nutrition that it's hard for me to tell you this is, and, and nor, nor would I want to tell you exactly what to eat because I think food, the, the fun part about food, at least for me, is the exploration of a variety of That's foods. Right. There's so many different good foods out there. If you're just eating the same boring thing day after day because you think it's good for you, maybe that works for you. And again, maybe you're in a time in your life where that's, that, that's what you need. And, and, and to be candid, my breakfast looks the same every single day. My lunch, I rotate through a couple of different things, and then my dinners are, are wildly different. Yeah. But there has been times in my life where I did not deviate one bit. I would yeah. eat the same thing. But now what am I missing out on? What nutrients am I missing out on? Even though it's, quote, unquote, healthy food I'm eating all day, I'm missing out on a wide array of nutrients uh-huh. and fun and joy yeah. and an experience because I'm so strict yeah. on what I'm trying to eat because I think that other things are bad for me. Mm-hmm. So, again, that's, that's what I think the take-home message is, is get it out of your head good versus bad. Yeah. It's what is, what is going to benefit or what is going to support my goals? Yeah. What's going to support my budget? What's going to support my way of life at this stage mm-hmm. and, and try to relax a little bit, try to pull some of the pressure off. Cause I think we get just too ingrained with nutrition. What's the right foods and what's the wrong foods. And should I, if I eat too much of this or too much of that, just relax a little bit. The stress that that's causing is doing a lot more harm than yeah. good so it's just food is very interesting yeah. to me it's a very fascinating topic um again i think most of us know what a nutritionally dense food is versus what's not if you were to compare one or the other yeah and yet we still do it that's right because of the taste of it because of the convenience the convenience the cost, because of the cost access yeah right? there's all sorts so of stuff just just don't beat yourself up i think is is what i'm trying to say yeah. on you know, if you have an extra cookie one night or if you have a piece of cheesecake or whatever it is, yeah. right? Just enjoy it. Yeah. Food, food, there's a lot of joy. That can, what, are you, what are you getting out of that moment, yep. right? Yep. You enjoyed it for that moment, so that's fine. And then move on. Yeah. Move on to the next thing. Um, so anyway, any other 
closing thoughts? No, I just, you know, there's, there's so many, like you said in the beginning, there's so many people that want to fight over this. You know, is keto the right thing? Is yeah. vegan the right thing? Is vegetarian? Is paleo? Is, there's all these, like, methodologies. And, and ultimately, what it comes down to is nutrients and calories. Mm-hmm. Like, are you providing your body with enough nutrients to function, like you said, in your current lifestyle yep. um, to achieve the goals? Look, you can get into it as, you, as much as you want to. But if you're not, don't, look, don't beat yourself up. Just do your best to say, hey, I've, I've grabbed fast food because it's been crazy the last few days uh, for lunch. Maybe today I'm going to go grab something that's a little, got a little bit more nutrients to yep. it. Just yep. look, it is what it is. Like there's times in your life, I mean, there's times where I'm eating out at lunch two weeks in a row. Mm-hmm. And, and it's sometimes hard to say no to those French fries. Yeah, Because right. I like French fries. <laughs> but, you know, and, like, there's some days I get it, and then some days it's like, you know what? I, sh- I should probably get a salad today. It's just, it, I think it's... It's called it, being an adult. Yeah. <laughs> it sucks, doesn't it? Having logical, Gosh. thought out. <laughs> but I think, I think if, if health is important to you, like, which hopefully it is to everybody, because what is health equal? Health equals a higher chance of longevity. That's right. Not, not guaranteeing it, but a higher chance of longevity. And so taking in nu- nutrients that help you achieve that is it's important. That's right. So I don't want to, I also don't want it to be lost in that. Like, look, you do you in your life, you eat whatever you want. Like not saying that that's necessarily the right path to just eat McDonald's every day for lunch. Now, Warren Buffett has shown that that <laughs> diet works. Right. Um, but I mean, I wouldn't put them on the cover. Yeah, of I don't know. Yeah, I would not sure. I want to look like Warren Buffett, <laughs> but, but again, Look, give yourself some grace. Like, it happens. But when you can, as it fits whatever you're trying to accomplish, try to just consume as many nutrient-rich items as you can. Yeah. And there's times that, hey, all I've got access to is a bag of chips. Okay. Like. Yeah. Just know know consuming that isn't going to provide you what maybe necessarily you need. Yeah. And hopefully there is another choice that you can make. but. It's not also not the end of the world either. Yeah. It's the, it, I follow the 80, 20 rule. 80% of the time I'm making good, sensible yeah. choices. Yeah. 20% of the time I'm letting myself go. I'm, I'm enjoying things. Yep. And I think to me, that's what I've found in my, and that's the other thing is figure out what works for you. Yep. It's going to take some effort, but be, be your own lab rat. Yep. What, what foods do you respond well to? What foods do you not respond well to? Yep. What, you know, what do you enjoy? What can you afford? Like all those things factor into your food choices. Yeah. And the other thing too, is if you are trying to, like I'm telling you, Planning is everything. If you are mm-hmm. really trying to stay on top of it, you have to plan. There's no way around it. It's frustrating sometimes taking your Sunday afternoon, evenings, planning your week. But, like, if it is important to you and making sure you stay on point, planning is a must because when you just freelance it, that's when bad decisions that's are right. made. That's right. So uh, before we get out of here, I do want to thank uh, our other partners as well, Sleep Number. Yeah, buddy. Uh, get yourself to a Sleep Number store, sleepnumber.com. They are making the greatest mattresses in the entire world, known to man, and in history. <laughs> it's the truth, because here's why. is not only they're extremely comfortable, they're super smart, they tell you how, what your recovery is like. Yeah, we talked about it, right? Yep. Um, but you know what else? Dak Prescott sleeps on a Sleep Number Yes. Yeah. I wouldn't brag about that after <laughs> last night, but... Uh, uh, you know what else they are though? Is it is the easiest bed I've cleaned 
clean throw up off of. Oh. Ever. Now that's a feature. That's an underrated feature. I'm just telling you. I'm telling you. Sleep number. Let us my let us do your marketing. My son <laughs> threw up all over. Oh. All over the bed. All over. Mm. They have this cool little comfortable wrap that goes under your sheets. Pulled it off, threw it in the threw it in the wash, threw it back on. We were ready Bing, to go. Bang, man. Boom. You're ready it to sleep easy. on it. That's easy. I mean, I did it. My wife didn't even have to do it. I did it. So it was awesome. So, so for no other reason, number. get yourself a sleep number so that you can clean up throw up easier. Way easier. Didn't know we were going that way. And then obviously our uh, friends at Choctaw Casino Resort, our longest running partner. Yeah. Uh, again, we got, Cowboys we got some, struggled we a little bit. So this announcement may not be as great here in a few weeks, but we are planning. And here's what's great about it <laughs> is even if they play bad, we're still going to have fun. We're still going to have fun. Tyler, Darren, and I will be up at Choctaw November 13th. We'll get the exact date, but here in November, we're going up there for a game. Uh, Cowboys play. Uh, and we're going to go check the Packers, I believe. But we're going up to the sports bar that's up there. So like Tyler said, even if the Cowboys suck, we're going to have a great time because that sports bar is amazing. And yes. there's probably going to be other other things going on to keep yeah. us occupied, yeah. if, if not, because so, yeah. there's a million TVs up there. So get yourself up to Chautauqua Casino Resort. I know the pool season is starting to wind down a little bit, but there are so many other attractions up there, restaurants, concerts, resort-style uh, sorry, uh, resort style hotel um, plenty to do up there beyond that pool. So get yourself up to Choctaw. And then when you're not at Choctaw, sleep yourself, sleep on yourself a uh, sleep number bed. So anyways, hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, we will see you tomorrow. And that's it. See you when we see, see you, you tomorrow. <laughs>